Hey, it's John Allen from Stone Horses, and you're watching CMS TV. What is up, everybody? Back in the chair once again. It is me, Chris Aiken, along with my good friend Eric Ferentinos. And this, of course, is Chris Aiken Presents. Eric, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you doing, my man? Busy, busy, man. As I was telling you right before, this was the busiest transition I have had since I started doing double duty on the Mondays, man. It's, uh, you know, I did the Seth show at 4 to 6 Eastern. And as soon as I finished, the phone just started exploding. I had, I had uh, text from you that I hadn't sent you the link, so you couldn't connect. You know, I had that from you, and then you had sent me some content, and I needed to prep the content. Then Seth was texting me about a couple of things that we're working on. Then Dave Landau was texting me about some stuff that he needed for the debut of his show tomorrow on um, on the Blaze Blaze TV with um, you know the Glenn Beck thing, the Blaze TV. Right. You know he's got his show Normal World that debuts tomorrow. So he's like, I need this fix. I need that fix. So I mean, I just I finished Seth's show at six o'clock, and I mean, I have been nonstop working. How long ago did I come in on this thing? Three minutes ago? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, just just didn't have time for anything. But that does not matter because we have a great show here tonight. Now I'm going to settle into this mm -hmm. uh, this show for the next two hours. And we have a great two hours of um, show to bring you. We have two bands that are coming on tonight. Um, one of them is called Bad Marriage. Uh, they are going out on tour with um, Enough's Enough and the Choir Boys. And uh, I believe you're, you are familiar with them, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. And I dig Enough's Enough. Uh, this could be a fun tour for these guys. I'm, I'm excited that they got it, that they got yeah. on it. It's a, I, I'm always curious with these kind of tours, though. Do these bands, I don't think they realize how rare these are now because, like, right. in the old days, all of the bands that are out there playing every weekend would be playing. You know, even like you guys, like Steve and Piercy Band. 20 years ago, Stephen would be on tour. He wouldn't be doing flyouts every weekend. He would be, you right. know, traveling the country for six months or whatever. Mm -hmm. But without those, with most of the bands of this of that era now doing just fly-ins, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever you guys end up doing, there's not really a lot of tours for new bands to get on, is there? No, there is you know, not. Not in the rock uh category but it does seem like most bands are going to be out as far as the mm -hmm. the 80s and 90s bands all seem to have tours coming up this summer that now that we're at the three-year mark right since the shutdowns everybody's ready to get back at it full swing which is cool is it going to be hard to get some of these guys out out of the the routine of weekend flies do you think and i'm not saying steven i'm just saying in general you know a lot of these guys well, I think we love to play every night on the road. Nights off suck. Right. For, you know, there's not much to do. Um, and that's that's about that. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sure they want to play. The question would be, are the people, the local people going to come out during the week? Yeah. 
I mean, that's a whole nother issue as well as are people ready to give up being home? Are, are you ready to put your Netflix down? Are you ready to go mm-hmm. back out to living your life outside again? <laughs> and how much are our tickets for, for this tour generally going to be? I, I don't even know if we know that or if they've yeah. gone on sale yet. Yeah, well, we can ask. Uh, we can ask when Fitz comes on. We ask if him they could keep it under like you know forty or fifty bucks a ticket. Yeah, see, I even think that's high. Don't you think that's high? Uh, well, by today's standards, yeah, but, probably not. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, if I'm going to a club, mm-hmm. and I'm going to assume that this show is not doing the casino circuit, it's doing a step down from that. Is that you think that's fair? I don't want to say a step down. I don't know what they're playing. I don't even want to guess. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking it is not casinos. That's all I'm thinking. It's not 2,500 to 3,000 people. Mm-hmm. No way. And if it is, if it's 500 people or less, 50 bucks seems like a lot. And well, I love these bands. Don't get me wrong. I love these bands. So I'm not trying to shit on Chip or Enough's Enough or... The choir boys that it's seven o'clock is one of my all-time favorite tunes so right all great bands yeah um yeah well i hey i think they're worth a hundred dollars you know what i mean but it's like <laughs> what what are people what are people gonna pay right now in a bad economy yeah well, that's to go it. to a show uh i know that there's a certain amount they're gonna have to charge just because the package itself costs a certain amount and right. they gotta cover the cost mm-hmm. the, the promoter the the venue uh so it all ties together. How many uh, seats does it even hold? Yeah. What's the situation with that place? Do they own the bar there? Like they can afford to paper it and get, you know, pack a bigger venue because they're getting alcohol. Yeah. I mean, yeah it's, a whole, it's a whole thing. It's it's definitely, it's not, it's not as simple as people think with, uh, well, you know, Band's coming out. Hey, well, the, everybody thinks that the band makes the door somehow. <laughs> you know, it's like if the band shows up, then they get everything that comes in the door. That's what everybody thinks, and that could not be further from the truth ever. Right. You know, I know these bands have all probably done shows like that at some point where they're sure. just like going to play for the door and roll the dice and see what happens. You know, and it, it, a lot of times it does work out for them. Uh, we've never done that in the Piercy band. There's always a guarantee involved just to get us out and make sure that things are going to happen. Well, you've done it personally, haven't you? Uh, The only time I remember doing anything like that was in uh, bow. Wow. Wow. There was like an add on show that we did. That was some, and it ended up working out really good. Okay. For us. Cause the place was packed and uh, it ended up being good. So it worked out on that one. Would I want to do a whole tour rolling the dice like that? No. Right. Certainly not. All right, I just looked up the Enough's Enough tour real quick. I looked up okay. one one venue, and this is a reasonable tour. This is definitely worth going to. It's uh, I looked up that at the Vault Music Hall and Pub in New Bedford, Massachusetts. Do you know that venue? Oh yeah, you know I'm glad it's still there. It's still there then. Big venue, small venue, middle. What is it? It was uh, I would call it a middle venue. It was actually a great, very uh, nostalgic venue there, historic, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, but I heard, I had thought we had played one of the last shows there last year and that it was going to close down. So I don't know if it just changed ownership or, or what, but it's good to hear that that place yeah. is still happening. Yeah, uh, I- Purchase Street Records is an awesome shop right next to there. Okay. Um, cool. That people can check out like an online, you know, uh, sure. collectible shop, rock shop. 
<laughs> so so it's, it's so if you're guessing number of people that that could play that venue, what would you say a thousand or would would see a show at that venue? Oh, I don't think it holds that many. Five hundred? Yeah, like maybe maybe six hundred or something. Five or six hundred. Yeah. Right. Tickets are it's general admission, twenty three mm-hmm. bucks. Oh my goodness! Come on. That's, that's if you live near there, you should go to that. Twenty three dollars. Absolutely. That's cheaper than you and your chick going to the movies. And I've seen chips uh, enough's enough, and they throw down. Yeah, it's live. good. It's great. I it's had a great time. Heavier. Mm-hmm. It's heavier than the Donnie version. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen the Donnie version a zillion times, and I've seen the chip version now three or four times. Not a ton, but I've seen it. Th- I've seen it enough to know what he does. He does like the more metal version of Enough's Enough. I mean, he does the. He still does the Fly High Michelle and stuff like that, but. But you know, for twenty three bucks for three bands, seven dollars a band. Oh, that's an amazing deal. That's a good deal. And if you want to go early, this is the highest end ticket price they have. And these are general admission, twenty three dollars. So legitimately for twenty three dollars you could be up front. Well, let's let's just get people thinking to spend at least fifty dollars so they can go home with a t shirt from one of well, these yeah, guys. Go home with a t shirt. Let's get them spending a hundred dollars and get some beers too. Feed the bad marriage. You need a open. bad marriage t shirt, man. Yeah. Exactly. You do. But even if you wanted to get in early, they have some kind of a you can get in early type of deal. Because they have tables. They have tables at this place, I guess. Right. There's food. There's a restaurant that's a yeah. part of it, I think. Yeah. If you want early admission, which gives you um, one hour before doors, um, and it guarantees you a high-top table seating availability. Swanky. 38 bucks. What? Still oh, worth on. That's still That's worthy. a great date night. That's Hello, a good anybody night. anybody listening. Yeah. The only problem with this show, the only problem I see with this particular show a monday night right can they but start the concert after with... our show ends y- yeah well no, yeah <laughs> you, but then you miss bad marriage right no don't want to do that you can <laughs> skip us for one night we're on we're on demand after so uh now this show that you're talking about mm-hmm. at, at the vault is yeah. on a monday night it is mm-hmm. okay Shit, are they coming to uh your town uh, I don't know. I literally just clicked on the first yeah, one that was that was available. the first on sale tickets. Earlier. Yeah, just because I wanted to see what the ticket price right. was. But thirty eight bucks for the for the highest end ticket you can get here. Yeah, and really now I'm thinking about it, this isn't bad for a Monday night considering it's July third, so you're off Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So it's 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 almost like it's a Friday night. It's it's the same as a Friday night because right. you're off the next day. We're we're gonna be uh flying back i'm gonna be flying back on the 4th of july oh boy that should be fun (laughs) it's not gonna be fun and part of the problem is because i live right at the beach down here they typically will shut down the street to get in okay because they have either like um bike rides going on or some kind of event uh, obviously they're doing some kind of 4th of July event. So they actually close the streets and I have to like oh. beg cops to like, let me through. And I mean, they can't not let me in as I think about it. You know what I right. mean? It's like, I live there. They're literally closing, uh, the, um, excuse me, the street down here from like 9am to midnight. Yeah. But, the problem, July. But, but you'll be lugging your guitars and everything else. Yeah. I can't, I have a heart condition. I can't do that. I mean, the closest place I could think to, to park is there's a, there's a lot by the Harbor beach, right. but it's pretty far, man. That's like a mile away. Uh, yeah. 
I'm definitely going to try to nicely ask them to let me through because <laughs> I'm going to be getting back probably around one o'clock in the afternoon, right in the middle of all right. their stuff. Somebody like- blew something up the other night that that I, I really do hate that. Not to be like an old guy complaining, yeah. but I, I I don't know if it's out of towners or local hooligans, but. Uh, people in the upcoming days of 4th of July come down to the beach here and blow up some pretty big munitions. What, like five, like M80s or something? It's beyond that. It's beyond that. It might even M80s. be Marines doing it. I don't know. Uh, but do you, the thing you, they exploded the other night, I was in bed with my one of my cats and uh, just, just about to fall asleep. And then all of a sudden, kapow! It was like a terrorist <laughs> attack. Like all of a sudden, all these horns are honking and stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, the cat just took off. I was like, whoa. I couldn't even get to bed after that for like, you know, an hour. It had my adrenaline had just kicked in. This thing had a blown up, you know, 100 right. feet from my window that happened to be open. But this was at like 11 o'clock at night. This stuff starts to happen as uh, right. 4th of July rolls in. And it's, it sucks for pets. It sucks for... yeah. Anybody with PTSD, uh, <laughs> veterans yeah, I, and stuff. Hey, I'm a, I'm a I'm not a big fan. I I'm over it now, but you know, don't forget I'm a I'm an explosion survivor, not just a burn survivor. Right. So believe me, July Fourth has not been my friend for a lot of years. It right. just you know, and I spent a good ten years before I could actually watch fireworks again. Mm-hmm. I spent a good ten years where. Every time it got to be eight, nine o'clock at night on July 4th, it was like headphones on, <laughs> fucking Megadeth turned up to as far as I could get it. So I'd be getting nothing but just blah, 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 in my ears instead of, <laughs> instead of shit blowing up. But mm-hmm. I've gotten over it to an extent, but I, I'm with you. I fucking hate when neighbors are just throwing them in the streets and stuff. Right. If it was just uh, lady fingers and bottle rockets, you know, I mean, that wouldn't be nearly as big a deal. M80 is the biggest thing I think we ever used to blow up as kids. Yeah. And and I know when I was a kid, we used to throw M80s in people's mailboxes and blow up their mailboxes. (laughs) You know, I mean, because it will blow a mailbox. It'll blow a mailbox up like a terrorist on a bus. And that's likely who's doing this. You know what I mean? I would imagine it's young people on foot. It's not Mm -hmm. probably some older people doing that. I don't know. In my neighborhood, it's dead. It's definitely older people. Is it? Definitely. (laughs) Gen Xers is like Gen Xers out there. Definitely people that are like my age. Okay. And they're out in their fucking yard. And and again, like you said, I would be fine with it. Wouldn't have a problem if they're shooting bottle rockets or Roman candles or. Yeah. Even actual fireworks, right? You know the shit that goes up in the air, and you know because they sell mm. that here. I mean, I don't know if it's legal to no. Shoot it's it or... so illegal to have well, any of that here. You know, well there it is. California, but I think... yeah, Southern California is like typically so dry yeah. that I mean it could totally start yeah. a fire or ignite you know our complex on fire for right. that matter if it landed in the wrong place. I think it's legal here because I know right mm-hmm. down the road from me. Not it, it can't be. 15 minutes down the street from me is like this huge fireworks place where you can buy fireworks. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's legal. I could be wrong and they might just sell, but not, but you're not supposed to use in state. I don't know. There's County rules maybe between County lines, Florida and South Carolina and places like that are where you go the most nuts Yeah, with fireworks shops. There's like a fireworks shop, every exit 
uh, yeah. when you're down there. And we used to have fun doing that stuff. I, I think I mentioned before having bottled rocket fights with Scott Coogan, <laughs> uh, doing a tour with him when we got there. And I, I had them all lined up on the second floor of my hotel, right. my motel room out there. And it was like during bike week. So it was just going off anyway. There's motorcycles right. and everything just seemed nuts. It was so fun. <laughs> uh, but I saw them coming up and I had like five of them and I lit them all up at the same time. And they're like, and he was shooting them back at it. And then the manager came out. He's like, stop shooting up the goddamn flowers. And I'm like, wait, it wasn't me. But the smoke comes out from. Yeah. The area, so you could totally see where it was. It was right. right in front of my fucking room. I was too stupid to move down to another room. Uh, but yeah, he didn't. I didn't get like, you know, arrested for it or anything. Just told him to stop. When we were kids, we used to spend pretty much every every midsummer to the end of summer at my grandparents' place in um, Rhode Island, up in um, right right outside of Providence, Rhode Island, maybe maybe thirty minutes from Boston. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a it's a real conservative place. Like all older people, all conservative. It was kind of up upscale. My my grandparents had money, and um, so it's a real nice neighborhood, right? And it, us, and then the next door neighbor kids that were all our age, and we would only see them once a year for when we were visiting. Mm-hmm. Every year we would get we would collect up like five or six beer bottles. And we would have um, bottle, rocket. bottle rocket wars where we'd all be running, but we'd be running around <laughs> like they were fucking uh, guns, you know. Yeah. And we'd be running around with a lighter and, and bottle rocket. We'd stick it in the in the bottle so that you could hold the bottle and just right. aim it. You'd see them hiding in a tree or something. You'd be like, you know, and, and get no thought at all that yeah, I'm shooting a bottle rocket into a tree, you know. <laughs> no thought at all that I might catch the woods on fire or something. Absolutely yeah. not. It's like oh, there's Toby. It's it's wet enough though, Ohio. You guys, it's snow. Well, this is Rhode Island though. Oh, I mean, Rhode Island. Oh my God, it rains so much there. Yeah, so uh, we never so, caught nothing on fire. But nah, that's not going to happen there. But yeah, we were stupid with fireworks back then. Did you ever? Did you ever know anybody blew a hand, blew a finger off or anything? Um, I you know I did a, a funny story. This this one older dude when I used to sling a little smoke back in the in the day. Uh, used to come. He was like a a friend of a friend right. who started coming by, and I was always thought he was a cop. He had like cop vibes about him, or there was something about him. I I just couldn't put my finger on, but he was like uh, probably in his uh, early sixties, maybe. But he always was wearing a suit. He said he was uh, in real estate or something. Okay, but he, but I noticed on his right hand he was. Missing a finger. Oh, missing a finger. But me and my I overthink things too much. And I was thinking, oh, this is this is probably a mafia thing, or you know, yeah. like something you know, you're getting tortured, mm-hmm. and somebody like takes a finger. Like in my mind, I'm watching too many movies, right? And I think I, I, I mean, he was coming by for a couple of years before I gathered up the courage to to ask about his hand or something had come up. Maybe it was Fourth of, around Fourth of July or something. And I was like, oh, what what did happen? He was like, yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, firework went <laughs> off in my hand. That was it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I I actually saw a kid blow two of his fingers off with firecracker. We saw yeah, it. Saw it happen. Yeah. Oh. We were out. We were outside, and we, like I said, we we used to play with the firecrackers on um, July Fourth, and we were outside, 
And this one dummy, he was a kid that lived up the street. I don't remember his name to save my life. I'm trying to remember his name because I would say it because he was so stupid. He deserves the credit for being so dumb. We were throwing, um, what is the smaller than the M80? The M40? Sounds sounds. It looks right. the same, but it's just smaller. It's mm-hmm. not the big thick. It's not the size of a battery. It's like half the size. Right. I think it might be an M40 or a 40-something. Something, whatever it is, doesn't matter. We were throwing those, and they were booming in the street. I mean, they were boom, blowing up, right? <laughs> this fucking dumb kid, he lights it, and he drops it. And instead of running from it like any smart person would do, he st- he tries to pick it up. And I just remember my grandfather just ran over and grabbed him by his head and yanked him. Just, you know, just yanked but he was still too close to it when the thing blew up and it blew off his to the the bottom parts of two of his fingers right right off his fucking hand and i just was i just remember going damn and <laughs> the worst part was i said damn and then my mom didn't matter this kid just blew his hand off my mom was yelling at me for swearing <laughs> chris yeah exactly Watch your mouth. Yeah. Meanwhile, this kid just got his hand half blown off. Oh. And there was no finding the tips. It was just meat. It was just dangling meat. It was just, I I don't, I'm going to be honest. If, if, if I remember correctly, because this all happened really, really fast. Right. I think when my mom or dad, who were outside as well, realized what happened, they shuffled me and me and my brother into the house quick. You know, because uh-huh. you know they were they were smart enough to know that somebody was going to get the blame for this, right? And they they got us the hell out of there. So yeah, we don't need those pesky police asking our yeah. boys any questions. Yeah, so they quickly shuffled us into the house. <laughs> and and I, but I I don't remember. I just remember seeing him like two or three days later, and his hand was wrapped up like a like a football player, you know, big old bandage that covered everything. And he told, I never saw, I never actually saw like the, what, what was left of it. Mm-hmm. It was always you know, bandaged while you, well, saw, you saw it. Yeah. I was only there for a couple of weeks, so it was always bandaged. And then the next summer when we, when we went back, he didn't live there anymore. And I'm not saying that one's related to the other. I'm just saying that right. he didn't live in that neighborhood anymore. So we didn't, we never, so I'm sure somewhere out there, there's a guy writing with two fingers because he blew off the rest of his hand, but. I had a friend uh, at junior high school that only had three fingers. Really? Yeah. Like and he's they, born that way? Mm-hmm. It was wow. a birth defect. And really? we we played like uh, Dungeons and, not Dungeons and Dragons, but it was a similar game, but it was called yeah. Top Secret and we were okay. nerds. <laughs> uh, but uh, they would make fun of him. People called him Tripaw. Tripaw? Like, like a P-A-W. <laughs> right. Tripaw. <laughs> Tripaw. Hey, Tripaw. Wow. They're dicks. I didn't, you know, I was actually, you know, didn't care about that sort of thing. Was he cool with it or was he mad about it? I'm sure it bombed him out, man. We were, I mean, we were 12 at the time or 13, you know, Uh, I'm sure it got worse for him later, but (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe he joined some fetish club later on in life and (laughs) some girl's like, hey, I know what you can do with that tripod. Yeah. I don't like more than three fingers up in me anyhow. You know, there's some weirdos out there that are like, hey, can you come party with us, tripod? 
Um, <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Oh man. Well, dude, we have a uh, we do have a big show tonight, or we have, like we said earlier, we have Bad Marriage coming on, who's going to be on tour with Enough's Enough and uh, the Choir Boys, and uh, coming up here in I don't know seven eight minutes, as soon as really as soon as they pop in, uh, we are going to have uh, Vixen's Janet Gardner. And her husband, and I'm, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Justin James will be, mm-hmm. will be joining us to talk about. Or JJ, JJ, JJ as his yeah. friends call him. I, I don't know why I blanked on his name. I've been saying it all day to people that have asked me and I got it right. Today. And as soon as I get in front of a camera, it's like, oh, and the other guy, you know, it's like. Oh, you would think you smoked all the bowls before the yeah, show. I wish I did. Oh, I could use a joint right now, but. Uh, but they will be on to talk about No Strings, their new their new release, which is actually pretty fucking rocking. All right, good. are we going to hear some of that tonight? Well, yeah, on? we will hear some of that. Okay, good. But let's we have five minutes. Let's talk about this. All right. Oh, see, there you go. There it is. Need a Strauss, with, right? Chris, tell them what happened. Eric and I were ready. We were here. We were ready. We, we look at this backdrop. I even yeah. kept. The, oh, this is like Step Brothers. Hello? Hello? <laughs> we were ready for Nita. Alice can and help with the Pam Pam dilemma. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then it got to be 1235. No Nita. 1237. No Nita. Mm-hmm. I'm texting the publicist. What the fuck? Where's Nita? No answer for a minute. Then I get the answer at like 12.45. Something came up. Oh, Nita. which I took a little offense to because I, I laughed to Chris. I go, that's the most generic yeah, like uh, blow off in the history of my mm-hmm. whole life. I remember that being the thing girls would always uh, say <laughs> since like the 70s. Yeah, something came up. Something came up. So... We are going to have Nita at some point on the show here. I emailed the publicist today, and she said that they were off for Juneteenth, but they'll be back tomorrow to get it scheduled. Okay. Well, the hey. And you know what I was thinking? Yes. You know, she plays for the legendary... Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. So she right. gets a pass just yeah. based on that. He has vouched. Alice vouched for her. She's a yeah. good woman. Uh he, he took her back in her in, into his band exactly. after the Demi Lovato thing. I mean, obviously, well, the Demi Lovato thing is is still going on though. It is, it, yeah, is it? because know. she played Friday night before our interview that was scheduled with Demi Lovato. Really? Yeah. So maybe she got tied up in that. I don't know. I, I know she's out with her band. She she's has out with band. her band, but uh, she's busy. She's making. She's busy, and I thought about that. I go, hey, she's on the road. You try your best. I yeah. thought it was a little. I don't know what time zone she's in. For me, it was early. I had to she's get over up. here. She's she's on the she's in okay. like uh, New York or somewhere. So but. that would have been around hotel checkout time. Yeah, it's fine. Look, I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm no. not mad about it or nothing. But it just it did kind of suck that we promoted it like crazy for two weeks and or just uh, well not to get a call to, to yeah like hey everybody any minute now that's right. I'll tell you what, we're not going to have to worry about that with Justin James and Janet Gardner because they are here and they are on time. And uh, we will get with them next. Like I said, they have a new release called 
no strings. I hate not calling these things albums now, but I guess we're not supposed to. Um, but we will talk all about no strings and we will talk all about everything that they are doing right after we hear a little bit of music from no strings. So check it out. We're going to play, uh, we're going to play a little piece of the song 85 and then we will be back with Janet Gardner and Justin James right here on Chris Aiken presents. (laughs) 